Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO Radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Sasha, and Sasha had a really, really interesting UFO encounter. She was on a family trip, and she was returning to Adelaide, and she ran into this um, this this craft while on her uh, on her trip. Sasha, welcome to the show. Hi, Kate. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for coming on. Your uh, your encounter is really, really interesting. It's something that um, I haven't actually heard before, and I've had a fair few UFO encounters on the show, but yours is a little bit unique. Do you mind going into what happened? Sure. So um, it was about 1993, I would say. So I was about six years old. Uh, my sister was with me. She was about four, and my mum, who was driving at the time. So we were just coming back from a family trip from Wyala, which is a rural town out in South Australia, um, kind of like an outback kind of vibe, you know, red dust and all of that. Um, yeah, so we were just returning to Adelaide. Um, my mum preferred to drive at night because it gets pretty hot out there and um, never had any trouble with the roads and whatnot. So, yeah, we were just driving from Wyala. So we were between Wyala and Port Augusta. If anyone looks on the map, they can figure that out. Um, yeah, the road was really quiet. It was a really clear night, no clouds or anything, um, lots of stars. And, um, yeah, all we could see was the road ahead and the headlights. And my sister and I were sitting in the back seat and happened to turn around for, I don't know what reason actually, and, um, just caught a moving star in the sky. It was pretty big and noticeable and moving. So we just pointed it out to my mum who was driving facing forward and we said hey mom there's a star and it's moving and she said oh okay maybe it's a plane maybe it's this no mom it's not a plane and you know 
we were pretty young, but we knew what a plane was and we knew that this was already something we hadn't seen before. Um, and of course, we were getting pretty excited because it was getting bigger and moving closer. So, yeah, we were just saying, hey, mom, you know, behind the car and following us. And she was pretty interested by now. Um, you know, she kept her eyes on the road ahead and just said, well, tell me what's going on, girls, and what are you seeing? And I think my sister said, mommy, it looks like a soccer ball now. Instead of a star, it was getting, you know, pretty big. So it was a solid white orb, kind of looked like a flying full moon or a sun, which I just want to add there that it didn't actually have, you know, like a ray of light around it, like a halo. You know, you see like a street light and it has that glow around it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was actually a solid. So it was almost like if you cut out a piece of paper and it just has a sharp edge, which was really weird because it was so extremely bright, but it was just, right inwardly if that makes sense so um yeah it was you know by now soccer ball size and coming up behind the car and at this point we were really excited we weren't scared we thought it was amazing you know we're young kids and we're into sci-fi and all that and um yeah we just made a joke to my mom um hey mom talk to the aliens you know you're an alien which just give one you know line of a backstory there just two points in her life, she'd actually had random people, strangers, people she'd never met. You know, someone passing her in a shopping centre, for example, would just turn to her and say, you're an alien. And she'd just think that was an odd thing to have said to her. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it happened several times throughout her life, which she thought, you know, pretty odd to be told one time by a random person, but to be told several times throughout her life. Yeah. Yeah, how you so, know? Yeah, exactly. So we knew of that at the time. You know, she told us and laughed about it. Um, so we just laughed and said, hey, mom, you're an alien. Talk to the aliens. And we raised her up a bit and she said, oh, come on, girls. That's nonsense, you know. And we're still watching this thing following us. We said, come on, mom. She said, oh, all right, just to humor us, you know. If you're really out there, she's saying it sarcastically, give me a sign, prove your existence. If you really exist, keep in mind I'm driving a car we're still watching it out the back while she's talking. Give me a sign in my field of vision. And at that point, this thing shot from behind the car, directly over the top of the car, now facing the front of the car in the center of the road, up, still above the road, flying, um, and just hovering there. Um, it would have still been moving, though, because as we're driving towards it, we didn't appear to be getting closer to it. It just kind of held its pace. So just in front of the car up in the center of the road. Oh, wow. Which at that point, yeah, I mean, I just lost it because what are the odds that she's going to say something? Now, I'm not saying it's aliens responding to her, but in my child's mind that that's exactly what it was. <laughs> so, uh, you know, mom makes them go away. They listen to you. I was really scared by now. Uh, my knees were hugged to my chest. I'm burying my face in my arms, crying, saying, make them go away and, my little sister, I mean, she's two years younger and she was just totally into it. Quick, Sasha, look, you know, shaking my shoulder, look, you're missing it. I did glance up and notice at that point that three smaller orbs actually came out of the larger one, made um, a strange formation that were darting around each other, kind of doing a little pattern. Um, yeah, that was just unreal. Um floated around a bit, did their little formations. I tucked my head back down. I could not cope with seeing anymore, thinking, you know, what else is going to come out of this thing? Um, I kept hiding and my mum and sister, I'm pretty sure I fainted or blacked out. I just can't remember anything after that. I was very scared. But 
my mum and sister said that the three smaller orbs actually returned into the larger one and it just took off across the sky and it was gone in like a second. Yeah. Wow. That's it fascinating. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sasha, that's that's an incredible encounter. It really was. <laughs> yeah. How long was this going on for? Because, I mean, the time is, it seems like this could have been going on for quite a while, but are you able to give us any light on that? Uh, I would probably say from the time we first saw it as a moving star, um, I'll probably say about 10 minutes. So, I mean, not all that long, but at the same time, that is pretty long for a thing to be following and reacting to us. Um, so, yeah, I'd say about 10 minutes. And yeah. when it was happening, could you hear any noises or anything like that? We actually didn't. Um, but on that note, I mean, in the same stretch of road, almost every year without fail, we actually did see a number of other UFOs. Um, so, you know, we're wondering, is there some kind of military testing base out there? You know, do they test vehicles? Is there some kind of facility? Um, I'm not sure, but either on this occasion or another occasion in that same stretch when we did see some other UFOs, my younger sister pointed out um, we'd all noticed a strange smell as we were seeing this. So I, I, it could have been this occasion. I'm sorry if I'm confused here. Um, but we did notice a strange smell. Um, and my sister described it as wet gum nuts, which sounds very strange, but that's the closest thing we could relate it to. There was a strange smell in the air. Um, whether it was chemical, whether it was, I'm not sure. But, yeah, we we definitely noticed the smell on one occasion. It could have been this one. Yeah, right. And it wasn't giving off any heat or anything like that? Like, you couldn't feel any atmospheric changes? No, not from in the car, no. Right. And when it got into, I guess, the, the front field of view for um for your mum, did it change size? Because you said it was it started off as quite a small speck. So, in, in my theory, it was obviously pretty far away from you. Yeah, by that point it was pretty big, um, pretty much bigger, yeah. So by the time it had reached the front of the car above the road, um, it's hard to estimate the distance, but I mean it probably looked about the size of up in the sky, probably like a small car. Yeah, that's quite large. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big for a kid to see that as well. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And you, the smaller craft that came out of this one, do you know a, a rough estimate on the size of those? So they were probably about a quarter of the size. So oh, wow. this bigger one, yeah, they were pretty big too. So for this one, if you're thinking, I don't know, maybe like the size of a small bubble car, some like like a mini, you know, these little mini cars. Um, yeah, so the three smaller ones were probably a quarter of that size. So, yeah, they just came out and they were under it from what I first saw, just making a weird little dancing formation patterns and stuff. Um, I don't remember them flashing. I don't remember them changing colour. They all stayed a solid, brilliant white. Um, but, yeah, like I said, there was no glowing. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, right. It, it's not the first time I've heard of um, lights in the sky where it, they're not emitting light, where there's there's not mm-hmm. a glow around them or anything like that. It's very self-contained. Okay. So, and, and, and it happens quite frequently on, on, the, on these outback areas. I think it might have been um, – uh, a previous episode that I had with someone who thought she encountered Min Min lights. And this is really reflecting really closely to what happened in that. And she thought there were Min Min lights and I thought she actually had a UFO encounter. And mm-hmm. this is eerily close to, to what she encountered. Okay, interesting. When you saw 
the UFO in front of you? Because you said you passed out. Yeah, I either passed out, blacked out, or I just shut out my memory because don't recall anything after that, yeah. Does your mum remember anything? Does she maybe have a little bit of a different recollection of what may have happened in that that little bit I mean, of time? I mean, have, I have my sister staying with me at the moment, and I did go over this with her a couple of nights ago um, when you'd said that we would have the call, and all she confirmed to me was that, you know, anything I missed out on looking was that the three balls, the, the other orbs, um, that they did just return to the larger one and it took off. So, I mean, I didn't miss much more than what they saw, but, um, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> mind-blowing stuff. I won't forget what I did see. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. I'm just trying to, to wonder if there was any missing time because if you passed out, do you definitely know if your parent, uh, if your mum or your sister maybe experienced any missing time? I'm pretty sure that they didn't, but like I said, not on this occasion. I mean, we've had, I mean, together as the three of us, we've experienced, I mean, dozens, dozens of different UFO encounters, paranormal experiences, like I've got a list that, you know, people just wouldn't believe. It's just too long for one person or one family to experience, but we grew up with this stuff. So there is just... um another incident that my mum experienced as far as missing time goes, which, I mean, I could flip that in in 10 seconds. But, yeah, we've we've experienced a lot of weird stuff. But I think on this occasion, um, that was pretty much it. And those UFO encounters, is it always on that same stretch of road? A lot of it was. Most of it was, actually. Um, and the weird thing was that they were different each time. So we didn't see these orbs again, but we did see you know, other different coloured lights and, you know, strange could be on a craft. It could just be weird lights in the sky. Um, Definitely closer than we'd like on a couple of occasions. Um, But this one was just, yeah, I thought I'd lead with this one because especially with my mum, you know, jokingly speaking to it and it just happened to respond to exactly what she asked for. Yeah, that just... (laughs) stuck with me that one. Oh, absolutely and it kind of makes you wonder if that was just a, a crazy coincidence or if there was actually some yeah, some type of exactly, um, communication yeah. going on there as a kid i was thinking you know aliens are listening to my mum and she must be one now but <laughs> i'm thinking <laughs> it could have just been by chance and just fit in nicely so do you mind telling me about a couple of those other ufo encounters that you've had there sasha oh sure so um on that same stretch of road actually um another time we were driving same road um and again there was no traffic or anything and we noticed on the side of the road what seemed to be um like an emergency warning signal like a box or something that you know indicated an accident might have been up ahead you know red and blue flashing lights so we thought okay you know mum kind of braced herself for an accident or something up ahead and just mentioned to us girls oh you know there must be some type of emergency situation so you know, had a wits about her and kind of just checking the scene. And as we kept driving, um, we'd noticed that on one side of the road. And then up ahead, on the other side of the road, we noticed red and blue flashing lights as well on the ground, but seemed to be kind of off the side of the road in the bushes, which wasn't what we'd just seen on this side. Um, you know, this side seemed to be a warning on the road. So up ahead on the opposite side, were red and blue flashing lights, but kind of in some bushes in the shrubbery. Um, and as we're approaching, we'd notice these lights looking at 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. For any, you know, vehicle on the side of the road or something. And um, as we kind of approach to where they should now be, they weren't there. And then when my mom mentioned that, we, my sister and I turned out the back and there they were on the side of the road in the bushes, red and blue flashing lights. And we told her this. And then as we were watching, they then turned green and yellow flashing lights and shot straight up into the sky. I mean, directly up, no changing direction, just shot right up um, till we couldn't see them anymore. Oh, um, wow. So we just, yeah, mummy, mummy, they're red and blue flashing lights. They're green and yellow flashing lights. And they took off into the sky. And she's going, Okay, sure. Um, I'll believe that one because you know, it's not the craziest thing we'd seen. But um, as far as missing time that you mentioned earlier, um, this one just creeps me out because we don't know what happened and that's kind of scarier than knowing, I think. Um, my mum was driving on the hay plane. So she had been driving from, I think, Sydney and she was going to, gosh, I don't know where. I suppose it doesn't matter. Um, she was about 21 years old. Um, in Australia, doing a solo road trip across Australia. And um, she got to a point on the hay plane um, where it's just flat horizon in all directions. Um, I'm pretty sure that this happened at night. Um, Not quite positive on that one. Anyway, she's driving her car and all of a sudden it just turns off. It just stopped and just rolled to a stop quite suddenly. The engine didn't sputter and die. There was no bunny hopping in the car. It didn't, you know, choke and flutter. It just, everything turned off. The engine stopped and it just rolled to a complete stop. Now, this is in the middle of the, you know, road. And she's thinking, great, you know, I've had car trouble before. I kind of know how to tinker under the hood and what lifts the bonnet. And what do I have to do now? Try and push it off the road. Do I pop the hood and wait for someone to drive by? She's thinking all of this. And her next recollection is she's driving. And the headlights are on. So, yes, it was at night, actually. The headlights are on. The engine's running. And she's driving. And she had this moment where she thought, hang on. What's happened? I'm driving. But didn't my car stop? Didn't I have trouble on the road just a few moments ago? Because this is what creeps her out, which I understand, too. She remembers the car stopping. She remembers feeling, oh, no, if a truck comes up behind me, you know, I have to pull off the road and I can't. My car's just stopped. You know, she said if she had jiggled the keys and got it started or got out and checked under the hood and, you know, fixed the car, she'd be, oh, yes, my car started. What a relief. You know, no trouble after all. Get back in the car and drive. She said none of that. She's just suddenly driving again and just aware that she's driving and wondering what the heck happened. As she's wondering, something in the back of her mind kind of just told her, don't think about it. Don't question it. Just keep driving. Forget about it. Wow. And that's what she did until, you know, sometime later. And she went, hang on, what happened that time out on the hay plane? And I just went, mum, you've had so many of these weird experiences. I really wouldn't be surprised if there was something more to that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That that really does make you think. And it almost seems like your mum might almost be a bit of a beacon for this type of stuff. 
Yeah, and um, she has got that rhesus negative blood type, which has come up a couple of times in other conversations for anyone researching that one. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. We got a bit of an odd family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like you had a fair few uh, odd yeah. occurrences going on. Have um, has your mother ever considered doing regression therapy or anything like that? She has, um, and she did get something out of that. But she's very, um, what's the word? She's she's a very big skeptic on that because she wondered. Um, I mean, what she came out with that session was just you know amazing and totally what I wanted to hear. But um, she did wonder, look, you know, did the person doing the hypnosis session kind of give me that impression? Did he kind of imply that because that's what he wanted to hear? You know, did he kind of lead me into saying that? So she doesn't base that session's um, results on fact. She's just, you know, speculating maybe, maybe not, but she doesn't like to use that as an example of, you know, the reality. Um, but she did have some type of, okay, so let's go for hypnosis session. And um, apparently while she was in session, they asked her about that incident um, and she came out with something along the lines of a big orange orb stopping in front of her car in the road and that she got out of her car and that she walked into the orb and then, I don't know, she woke up from it or something and said, oh, you know, that didn't happen. and. The guy was totally excited. Maybe it did. And, yeah, she just went, mm, we'll never know, will we? <laughs> but another thing, the watch she was wearing at the time stopped and never worked again. So I don't know if that's related or not, but uh, she did notice it during that drive when she checked her watch that it had stopped. That's a pretty and, common um, thing I hear with people who have missing time. Yeah. I mean, she she replaced the batteries and everything. It was a great watch and that just didn't work again so i don't know if that's related how interesting how does your mum feel about all this type of stuff going on oh i mean we love it because it's amazing and we you know we love the possibilities we don't jump to any conclusions we do try to keep a scientific mind about it all but um you know could it be aliens could it be government technology could it be anything else i mean it could be um could be anything really but i think the not knowing keeps us interested and the experiences that we've had, especially because we've had so many compared with, you know, a lot of other people. Um, it's just something that we've always been intrigued with, especially my mum having had these things happen to her since she was quite young. I think her first experience with UFOs was when she was six years old um, as well. So, yeah, it's kind of just been an ongoing family thing for us, I think. Yeah. And do you find that happens more often when you are all together or do you routinely have these incidents um, on your own? Well, I have had quite a few on my own, um, either actually alone or with other people, a couple of other friends. But I think for the most part that these things did happen more often when we were together, yeah. As far as my personal experiences, most of them did happen with my mum and sister present, yeah. And does your sister have a... a I guess, a, a history of these weird, weird occurrences happening with her? Um, I know that she's experienced a lot of the paranormal stuff. I mean, you know, things moving or telepathy, all of that kind of stuff. We've experienced a lot of individually as well as together. Um, as far as UFO stuff goes, um, I think she's had a couple of her own. Not not as many as I have, I don't think. I mean, she hasn't really, I haven't seen her for quite a while, so we've kind of lost track of talking about it um, together but yeah I know she's had her own experiences in a lot of different 
levels of this kind of stuff too. So, so when you say she she's had occurrences of um, telepathy, does yeah? Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Does is she able to talk to people, or is she are, are people talking to her? Right. So I've had a couple of incidents myself, but mostly my mum and sister are very very. I mean. I hear myself say this and I'm sure that people are going to be skeptical and that's totally fine. I'm not asking for anyone to believe me outright. I do ask that people keep an open mind and definitely um, research this kind of stuff for themselves. But ever since we were kids, um, my mum actually used to, um, she was a, a guest on a radio show a couple of times to help people find lost things or lost people or their lost dog or, you know, she'd help with, um, police cases a couple of times using her psychic abilities. Um, and her point to everyone was that she, you know, I've, I have seen that, you know, the psychic scammers and, you know, the frauds and they rip people off and, you know, take advantage of people in need and then take their money and just stuff them over. Um, but my mum, she refused to ever take money for her psychic abilities because she made the point that if you're psychic, it takes two people to be psychic the person who is psychic and the person that you're reading. And without that other person confirming it, you you might just think you're psychic, but you need someone to back it up and to prove it. You need to have some kind of ground to you know, stand on. So for her to be helping someone who's desperately, you know, their child's run away from home and where are they? Or my beloved pet has gone missing. Did it get hit by a car? Can you find it? When she tunes in to the person that's in trouble, or in stress or in emotional grief or, you know, any of that. She said, how could I dare take somebody's money for helping them with something? You know, what, are you going to walk an old lady across the street and tell her that'll be $20, please? In your heart, because you can. Yeah, and she, she never took money for any of that. So um, since we were kids, we grew up with, you know, oh, mum's psychic, and that was just normal. You know, we'd not be coming home and we'd be running out in the streets, you know, past our bedtime or something, she'd be getting a bit ticked off and, we wouldn't have a mobile phone back then. She would just pull up in the street to where we are and be like, right, saw you here, knew you were here, couldn't call you home, so I'm doing it like this. Or, you know, if we were in distress, um, we would, it sounds crazy, I hear myself, uh, we'd say in our minds, mum, mum, help me. You know, either something bad happened with a boyfriend or, you know, we lost our phone, you know, a few years later we lost our phone and we're stuck out in the streets and we drank a bit too much and we can't get home. (laughs) Mum, mum, help me. You know, here I am. And we would show in our minds, she taught us how to do this from a young age. Um, I've kind of lost my knack in the past few years, I'll admit, but my sister's still pretty good. You know, mum, here we are. This is the vision of where we are. And she would just turn up. She would just pull up in her car and say, I got your call. It's two o'clock in the morning. Next time, Joe wakes me up. But hey, good to know the system works. Here I am. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> you know, so we would tell people this when we were kids and they'd just think we're nuts or, yeah, your mum's an alien or is she a witch or you're just crazy. And yeah, it's just something that we we are very grateful to have experienced. Um, and it does come with a lot of downsides sometimes, as my mum would say, it's a blessing and a curse to have such a thing in your life. Um especially when you're in tune with somebody who's suffering and you, you know, she's she's helped a lot of people with her abilities. Um, and sometimes it's not always a great outcome, you know, to have seen someone's last moment and felt them and their despair or to have to inform someone, you know, it's it's pretty hard for her sometimes. But overall, it's 
it's something that we're very grateful to have. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 good to hear. I mean, you hear a lot of people who. Well, I, I hear a lot of people who have um you know, potential psychic abilities and they really try to shut them off because I've had a fair few investigators, um, paranormal investigators, sorry, on this show. And they say that they have, they have these psychic abilities and it's really hard for them to, to turn it off because it's not like it's a switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. they, they get a lot of interactions with people who have passed or, or spirits or other beings. And for mm-hmm. them, it's kind of, it's all or nothing. Yeah. I can imagine it would be you know, pretty overwhelming at times, um, especially when, yeah, you can't just turn it on and turn it off. Um, it it kind of goes to, to show that not all of this is bad and you, there's no. there's right ways to go about it. And it, it seems like your family is uh, absolutely taking fantastic advantage of the um, abilities that you have between yourselves. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've used it between my mum and sister, um, but my mum, she's, I don't think I'm as in tune as they are. My mum says, oh, you know, you've got the same gift. I have had it in times with myself and between myself and friends, but I haven't said anything. I've just thought maybe they're thinking this or I think this will happen. And then it does. And I go, all right, cool. But I don't kind of run with it. But my mum, because she's, you know, I guess she's done it for so many years and helped so many people. I think in a way I might have subconsciously not wanted to deal with it. So maybe I have kind of put a wall up to myself and just not want, not wanted to go there. Because, yeah, she's, she's dealt with some pretty heavy-duty um, situations. Um, but a lot of it is fun too, you know. Like one lady lost her dog and said, where's my dog? And my mum actually ex- tried to explain to me and said, I felt the connection this woman had with her dog. Yeah, we love animals too. We, we love our dogs. Um, and mum said, oh, I felt her connection to her dog. I felt that she was so in distress trying to find her dog. And my mum she tried to explain this, that it's really bizarre for her to have this experience, but she saw through the dog's eyes. So she almost became the dog in a sense, and she could see what the dog was seeing and relayed back to the lady. It's running across some railway tracks and there are these weird pom-pom trees and it's having the time of its life chasing rabbits. Don't worry about your dog, <laughs> but, you know, go and pick it up. And the lady said, there are no railway tracks here. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Mum said, Check the next town over, you know, find your nearest train station. Your dog's there, I'm telling you. And the lady actually found a dog and called mum and said, thank you so much, you know. Oh, my gosh, there he was, bounding <laughs> around chasing rabbits, like you said. So, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's pretty fun, so make some good stories at parties that's for sure yeah i could i could imagine so there sasha well thank you for coming on the show you um you obviously have a you have a fantastic ability you've had a fantastic um experiences throughout your life and thanks for coming on the show to share them thanks so much for having me and it's been a pleasure and that's going to do it for tonight and remember if you have had an encounter get in touch with me my email address is believe at ccradio.com.au Or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash Believe UFO Radio. Until next time, stay safe and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.